0: Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast, where we listen into a group of rural firefighters as they give their opinions on the challenges they face, both on and off the fireground. We release a new episode every week, so please hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating and share this with your fire family and friends. Now on to this week's episode, where as always, we ask the question, are you DTFF? hello and welcome to the volunteer firefighter podcast (coughs) my name is carl and tonight i am joined by four members of my firefighting family i have ash hey there i have rob good evening i have scott (laughs) and i have mr spence hi carl and tonight we're going to be discussing where did all the volunteers go Uh, but first we're going to go over to rob with a little piece of news. What's what's on the random news segment there, Robbie? Um,
1: yeah, so I just wanted to... Uh, it's a week ago here that uh, New York firefighter that uh, died on duty, uh, Firefighter Pollard, uh, while uh, responding to a motor vehicle accident while on scene uh, on a, an overpass or uh, a bridge that uh, they have down there, uh, he fell between one of the gap sets in the roadway and fell uh fifty two feet. Uh, he succumbed to his injuries and uh yeah, so uh kind of a sad thing to start off with here, but uh we just wanted to uh let everybody know that uh our thoughts are with them and uh it's unfortunate that that had to happen. Um not uh not too long in this fire service as well, probably just over a year and a half.
0: Oh yeah, pretty short time. Yeah. Oh. I, I I still I, I wonder how I wonder how he fell through. Like it is was it just uh, I mean I don't I'm trying to think of a bridge that has a has a gap so in it. Like yeah,
2: I did quickly see some photos of what I believe was the bridge, and it was all concrete, and where they join the two <clears> molded <throat> pieces of concrete together, generally they'll have like an overlapping plate right it appeared that plate wasn't between the two and they, they can be many feet wide in between the two never knocked off
3: in the accident right? yeah, yeah so maybe something yeah. happened right.
2: that that way he was working it's it's tough cuz i don't think there's a whole bunch of information there's not a lot of about information about how it yeah. how he fell through just that it didn't happen but uh, there, there was a picture from underneath on one of the articles, and that's what it appeared to me, was that uh, that overlap plate
1: mm-hmm. was missing. Sounds, too, like he's part of a pretty strong firefighting family. Uh, his dad was a firefighter, I think, 32 years in the service, as well as a brother. That's about 11 <coughs> years in the service. Uh, so, yeah, uh, part of the uh, ladder company 170 out of New York there, so...
0: To again. Another one down. Just, uh... Yeah. Rest easy, brother. We'll take it from here. We'll take it from here. Um... Off of that note, over on to Scott. We got... Scott, what have you got for us today? That's something a bit
3: different. So, yeah, um... Because I was, uh, Recently on vacation. As many of you know. <laughs> <laughs> and as the chocolates told the, the story like <laughs> Um... While well, I was sitting in... I, I guess I was at a resort. Um, I'm watching people in a resort. Oh, yeah. watching people. Yeah, I was watching that people that at a resort because that's what you do. The Hobbit. The board. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, the Hobbit. The <laughs> No, I was watching Hobbit. <laughs> 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 different story. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I was watching these people at the resort and, you know, it was kind of children everywhere and people are losing their mind and <laughs> yelling at their kids and smacking them and stuff. and People are getting triggered. <laughs> people are getting offended by things. And I was just watching different people and I started noticing people that were were not that were not losing their 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 shit on their kids or people that weren't losing freaking out over small things like someone forgot the salad dressing or something. I started realizing that a lot of those people were either had um, firefighter shirts on, had law enforcement um, apparel on, or had like military tattoos, stuff like that. So I started like, huh. like so, those of us that are in this sort of work, I think we tend to be more relaxed be more calm um and I don't know if you guys have noticed that over your time things don't bother you as much because I noticed with me I don't get flustered by little of small stuff yeah I don't get as uh and more just like mm. like yeah this, this happened but it's much worse to have something else happen like that we've seen so <clears throat> and then I started thinking there's a meme that kind of goes around and uh, there's a few different versions of it but um I think one of them is, a, is um Always look for the calmest person in the room, because they're about to get shit done. Yeah, or they're about to they're about to do they're, something. they're about to do something. Yeah, in a crisis. So I started thinking about that, and I was just thinking, yeah, you know, over time, and you know, I've been doing this for twelve years with this, and then my other line of work has some seems some seen some things. Um, yeah, those of you I don't know, have you guys noticed that?
0: Yeah, I think so. <coughs> <coughs> I definitely think so. When you, I think when you when you go through some of the stressful situations and you you learn how to you learn how to deal with them because it's part of it's part of the job is learning how to control that um and if you can't control that it's difficult to do your job so it's it's one of those things right um yeah i'd, I'd absolutely agree with that absolutely agree with that and knowing a few uh, law enforcement officers as well they're very much the same um when they are with their family um, there's always you know the the person who maybe is is seen too much and needs to talk about it but doesn't and you know and holds it in and maybe that kind of comes into something else and turns into something at home but yeah i think i think for for the most part yeah i'd agree with that anyone else yeah i would
2: would definitely say say so um having gone through what you know what some of us go through here, you, you do have a couple calls that stick out. You you, you do see some things, you, you deal with some things as a group, as an individual. Um, it just kind of, maybe, oh, I don't know if it opens your eyes to, like you say, there, it, there's much worse things out there than not getting the proper salad dressing, or your kids maybe not... You know coming out of the pool and when they should like that's yeah. not what you should be losing your mind over and people go literally yeah. off the deep end well and this we were
3: just and one of the things we were just talking about before we started this episode we were we were watching a few different videos of people losing their mind over, <laughs> yeah. over weird things like someone wore a trump shirt in a store in, in a in vape a, store in a vape store and the, and the guy behind the counter literally lost his mind and was screaming at the guy mm-hmm. for wearing a shirt yeah and the guy was I mean, the guy was kind of goading him on a bit, but it was like, I probably would have too. It was over a shirt. Like, come on, <laughs> to be relax. Like, yeah. um, you know, there's people getting upset about cats and trees and things like that. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's other things to worry about in
0: life. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. Yeah, the, the snowflakes, as Scott likes to call them.
3: <laughs> what is it? I wish I, Easily had,
0: offended. I wish I trademarked that, but <laughs> <laughs> I
3: <it> wasn't just... <laughs> aren't as tough as they used to be. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree. But you know, you often think like, back in the day, back in World War Two. if people of today's society were back then, we would all be speaking German right
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and your safe space was a foxhole. Yeah. With, there you uh, go. 50 cal. Yeah. There you go.
3: Yeah.
4: That's it. That's it. <laughs> so so one, is, one of those memes was the guy with the cool mustache in the... In the. Picture. I think
0: so, yeah. 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 I remember seeing that one, yeah. yeah. yeah like Try to find that we should both see. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so okay. We'll find yeah. it, for sure. Yeah. So um, we're going to be talking about volunteers and uh, one of the big... One of the big issues that faces the fire service on a volunteer, from a volunteer standpoint, is members, getting members <coughs> and retaining members. Um, it's definitely a big issue um, across everywhere, as far as I understand Everywhere I did research on for this, um, everywhere was having issues with this to be, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I did do some research. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. <Yeah. laughs> One of us has to,
2: <laughs>
0: but. Uh, <laughs> every time that's good. <laughs> okay. But um, yeah, it, it seems to be a constant issue. With us, we seem to be okay, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like we've, uh, like no yeah, we've normally, we've, we've normally got a full crew. Yeah. yeah would you right? say
4: yeah. that our recorder is uh, up to
0: snuff? <laughs> I, would, I would say it's it's definitely full, yeah. Um, but why is that and and why would, why do you think, so let's, let's talk about maybe why people wouldn't volunteer or maybe why you think that other people. So let's, for example, when, when I tell people I'm a firefighter, in fact, when I first told my mum and dad, I'd become a firefighter, my dad's words were, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Excuse the, excuse the French, but that was that was the word. I think that, that was pretty much English. That was, that was the words that came out of his mouth.
3: is that you greet each other?
0: <laughs> Basically, <laughs> hello. But uh, it it there was that reaction, there was that instant reaction, and my mum had the same sort of thing. She was like, "Well, why would you want to do that?" And it's like, well, "Well, I don't, I don't, know. I've always kind of, you know, just kind of drawn into it. I don't know." I, I met the people, they seemed fun, it seemed like something good to do, I don't know.
4: Yeah, this cool sparkly fire truck that drove by. (laughs) Christmas
0: carols. Yeah, And they just, they didn't understand. And they couldn't understand. And even now, they still don't fully understand. And it's a different frame of mind. So thinking of people that don't volunteer, I don't think it's because there's not a lot of people like us. I don't think it's that at
3: all. But what would you think would be causing that issue? Well... I think a few things. I think one, uh, and it, it draws back to a little bit what we were just talking about. People, not, like some people nowadays, are more concerned about themselves. Mm-hmm. And they're salad dressing. Yeah, exactly. So um, so I think that's part of the the reason is because I, like just from seeing the way the world is, I think people are more um, concerned about what they're doing and not so, so much concerned about volunteering and assisting Um so it kind of goes back to what you were saying why would people ask why would you do that so I think that's one of the reasons I think another reason especially in uh, some of the smaller towns um, the industries are certain like we used to have a fairly large industry here um, that would that had a lot of firefighters in it and people could leave work and come volunteer now a lot of our jobs are out either outside of town or on the outskirts of town, or employers aren't as apt to let people leave as mm-hmm. volunteers anymore. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of things I I see.
2: Yeah, you know, <clears throat> you say I don't think there's a. It's because they're, you, maybe they're not like us. I think that is the thing with the way that the world's going now. People are changing. I, I don't think there are as many people that are so willing to to get in there, get dirty, get you know, be selfless not so you know selfish um we have it quite lucky here but yeah like you start looking around our neighboring apartments everywhere else around this it's just harder and harder to find people uh i just i i do think that's kind of the way the world's turning i think it's people are less likely to want to jump in and do that stuff rather than uh you know sit back
1: and video videotape. Yeah, yeah, there you go, <laughs> right, Rob. I think the other thing to look at too is the demographic <clears throat> of your population in town. Where we are, we have a lot of. We're not comprised of mainly senior citizens, but it's retirement community, community, and. You know, there's less families that move to town, or there's less things in town that might interest families to move to town, and. So you, you again, we take what we can get. Um, I guess that's one thing that. to look at. <laughs> <laughs> You're all right. <laughs> but I think that's one thing in some smaller communities um, you know, that might have less of a population than we do to get people interested in volunteering in a position like that.
3: Right. So. And I also think uh, it's a little bit more daunting nowadays because back in the day, you could literally like come to the fire department, we'll train you on everything you need to know, as we do it nowadays, everything has to be certificate for this, certificate for that, um, and I understand why. Like I obviously I'm a training officer, so I understand why we have to do things a certain way. But always following those rules is, I think, is what hurt, is hurting some of the volunteers because there's small, much smaller communities than we have around here that are trying to keep up with this training, and you know, do they need to know? Like we always talk about, do we? Do you need to know everything in that manual in a small little rural fire department where they're going to they're going to have maybe one structure fire every four years? They're not going to have a high rise fire because they don't have high rises. They're not going to they don't even have hydrants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, do they need to do all this hydrant work and stuff? But there's no. With nowadays, everything has to be. This has to be the way it is. And says you got to learn how to hit hydrants this many different ways and how to tie this many different knots <laughs> and like that sort of stuff and I think when people look at it and they look into volunteering for fire department they're like well that's a lot of stuff I have to do um, whereas think back in the day it used to be well we'll train you and you know, we'll train you as our standards are mm-hmm. I don't know I think it hurts us a bit during, always having to rely on that stuff <clears throat>
4: So that's all fair enough what Robin Scott were just saying about how smaller communities have all their problems of of generating volunteers and retention and all that but we are a bedroom community we're a small community and we just finished saying that we are full we've yeah. got we've got our guy so, <coughs> chockful, chockful. Yeah. so uh what are we doing
0: different I this is think it a couple things yeah, yeah. What, what do you think we're doing different shows?
4: thursday nights are exciting we have fun uh mm-hmm. it's not a matter of waiting around for the fire to actually be like a, a, an actual call to go out and, and have some fun doing firefighter shit, we do that shit weekly.
0: We, Thursday nights, by the way, is our, our training night.
4: Right, that's yeah. our training night, yeah. And we, uh, we have a blast on Thursday nights. I have a blast on mm-hmm. Thursday nights anyway. I imagine everybody here does also. And I think that is a huge key in why we're full and maybe some other departments that don't have the luxuries that we have maybe aren't.
0: Did you have, you have another one, right? No, I don't know. I just, <laughs> maybe just the one. I'd agree. Uh, and,
4: and we're, we're, we have a really good camaraderie around here also, and that's, that's probably helps with retention.
3: And, and we do have a lot of younger guys, because I, I believe, because what Spencer said, we have on and we train hard, and hard training, um, even though some people don't like hard training, we may want to dial it back a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, even though we have hard training, um, I think young guys, and a lot of people want to do that hard training, it's like, you know, again, harkens back to like, I like, you know, the military guys. There's a lot of people that join the Special Forces because they want that hard, they want to be part of an elite team and they want to have hard training. That's why guys join that stuff. And that's why not guys, I'm not referring to only guys, but that's why people join those units because they want hard training, they want to do something... Extra special kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas if we just sat around and you know, just, you know hooked a hose up and sprayed some water and then went in and uh, hung out. I don't think we'd have the 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 team. No. We wouldn't have the people. Yeah, I agree. <coughs>
0: I think um, you got something there, Ash. Yeah, on on that, I, I think <laughs> we we have
2: uh, we're very very lucky. We're very apparatus heavy, which makes what we do more fun because we have we can change the way we train we we can throw a whole bunch extra at it it's not just going to be that here's one engine that's going to go spray water and you got 30 guys standing around waiting to do the same you know the same thing Uh, where so we can kind of change things up where we have more equipment to to do so we're very very lucky where we have multiple burn buildings now I mean that's crazy for a smaller volunteer department Um, that keeps people and then what we do with them is what sets everything apart. I mean, you can have all the cool shit in the world, but if you don't utilize it to even a, a small portion of their their ability, which I mean, we're just getting started with our new building and it's been amazing. Um, I employ a firefighter from another town and we listen to, uh, or we, we chit chat back and forth about some, some of the practices. And I mean, they're doing the best with what they have. You know they're a, a much smaller funded department a much smaller department period but i mean they have to go and simulate some smoke and black out a mask and i mean they're, they're doing everything that they can but would you rather simulate smoke and go through the same small little building or go and experience live fire every time that you train something so i think we are very very lucky that we get to go and do that i think that keeps guys here because holy shit that's cool that's exciting shit on fire wicked um, so I, I think that really helps us out here in the
3: training side of life but I think on the one side it's like it sounds like we're highly funded by the town absolutely the city, no. <laughs> to, do stuff, to do this stuff in our training ground yeah. and our training yeah. ground is not funded by the city or the town really much at all like they put a little bit of money in our budget for that Yeah. but most of it is from our and we've talked about how we fundraise yeah. from fundraising and from us putting in a lot of extra work Time, on on yeah. weekends, <clears throat> like Spencer and I. Have been out well, when the fir- burn when we first assembled the burn building, we were out every weekend probably <laughs> for two or three days straight. <laughs> and we and we were learning. We basically we learned how to do it because there's no real. Ma- I'm sure there is a manual somewhere in the NFT world how to build a burn building. Like they probably <laughs> have it exactly, or you could go hire someone to build you a burn building. But we basically were like, okay, there's a C can. Hmm, let's get the cutting torch out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go scrounge some door frames from an old jail, because that's not going to burn. Let's go scrounge some doors. Let's go scrounge. Let's go find some metal from uh, you know our, our local metal fabricator guy that also is a firefighter. You know, let's use the expertise we have, and we we basically went with it. We played around. Um, we drew some pictures, and, <laughs> and I th- actually I think I had a Lego out at one time because <laughs> <laughs> Lego blocks gonna look like cats. So you know, it's all like we we played around with it. It's not like. We just got it given to us, and here's a burn building. And it's like we did a lot of extra stuff, so I think that is part of it. Like, you don't have to be super funded, you could literally have a 20 foot C can and do a whole lot of work in it because mm-hmm. that's what we do. Um, we have this portable burn building we can take with us to the seminars and stuff like that and do specialized training. And it's literally a 20 foot C can with a couple holes chopped in it. But there's a lot of stuff you can do if you have the imagination to do it. Mm-hmm.
0: So, I think coming back on that as well, with, um, with just for for our town specifically, um, and getting members involved from outside and, and getting more and more people interested. When we do, for example, when we run seminar, you know, it, it's a massive, massive event that the entire town knows is going on, you, can, you can't miss it, you know. So knowing that that happens as well really sheds a light on us every time. It's not just, they, they, they don't just see, oh, there was an accident, oh, there was a fire, Oh, obviously, the fire department showed up. It's there was a, it, a lot of the businesses in town during that period, it's a great, great money owner for them. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. as they get that many p- extra people through, <clears throat> brings in a little bit more revenue, and not just for us, for the towns that surround us as well, because those people need to go and stay places. And at the time, you know, uh, we didn't really have the accommodation, but there's, there's that aspect too, where it's seen as uh, our department trains other guys to do the thing. And I think that's a, that's also a big, that's a real big, um, a real big flag that we fly or a, a smoke cloud that we burn. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I was watching a, I was watching a Ted talk with a firefighter from, um, I think he was from, I think he was from Norway, Iceland. He was from Iceland. And he was saying they have the same thing. They have the same sort of issue where trying to get people involved is the biggest problem that they have. And his take on it was that, oh, well, the, firefighter, the fire department will deal with that. That's not my job. Like, it's like, oh yeah, no. And they just didn't really fully understand that they could do that. Anyone could do it. You don't need to just, you don't. It's one of the only careers, um, one of the only careers, and then it was from that, I actually heard this portion from that video, the call that we posted. It's one of the only careers you can walk in completely untrained uh, it it doing the thing and it will train you to do the thing you know like there's not many of those left now uh, without having to go crazy schools we're talking like volunteer fire departments and we're talking low budgets and we're talking you get taught however the guy above <clears throat> you did it because he got taught by the guy above and yeah there's been a lot of change
3: which is good but and when you think about it thing. that's how that's how manuals are written that's how NFPA guidelines are built. People in the past have done stuff. Sometimes it fails. Sometimes it works. So someone just at one point went, "Oh, we should write this stuff down." Okay, now we can make money at it. But it's all just passed down generation to generation how to fight fires, and we progress. So, um, like, I think it's good to still have the old people or the older, or the, the more senior guys t- telling the new guys how to do things and. Showing them that that's what's unique about volunteer fire because you don't have you don't send guys to fire academies usually, for volunteers. It's like usually the full time guys they go to a fire academy then they come and they have this skill set, and then they get kind of trained up on their local balls and stuff. But with us, it's like you're saying that you show up at the fire hall one day when you're fr- brand new and first day. Okay, here's the gear. we how to put it on, and you build yourself up.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, <clears throat> I think. Does anyone have any ideas for, so I'm a department, I'm looking to recruit people, and we're having a problem doing it. Does anyone have any ideas they could throw out there that would maybe help either directly or indirectly help either build interest or anything on those lines? Spence? Get
4: your face out there. Go down to your local shopping mall and cook hot dogs and hamburgers and say, hey, we're the fire department, you can you can join us. Just make that aware, because so many people out there say, oh, the fire department, well, you have to go to school, you have to go to fire academy, you have to know all this stuff. Well, you know you don't. You can show up really green and you don't start off doing all the cool shit, but eventually you start to work up to do cool shit. So yeah, just get your face out there is the big thing. Um, mm-hmm. Our face is out there in the parade and we do a bunch of stuff around the town and, and all of our members are champions of hey you can come and do this mm-hmm. put your application in town and that's how you're here yep carl and uh that's how lots of us are here
3: and i, and I tell people like it's not like oh you're gonna just be thrown into a situation it's, uh, it's kind of like a one day you just realize oh I just, i've done a whole bunch of stuff i've learned a whole bunch of things mm-hmm. so it's, it's a progression it's not like you show up and then we're like get in there get and put that fire out it's all a progression and just one day after a few years you're going to be like you're just going to be like oh I guess I'm a firefighter now yeah yeah Yeah. I think um, you're
0: right being out in the public showing your face I think another big portion of it as well is um, a lot of departments they don't they don't put their hand up and say hey not only are we over here but we need people Mm -hmm. you know because they it's tough, to, it's tough to do that. I mean, a lot of people probably just go through town. Oh, they got a fire department. Whether it's noticed or not, they oh, got a fire department. I wonder if they have enough members. Is probably not a question that passes through your mind unless you've either been normally in the military because normally military guys end up coming back and you know they want to do that sort of thing again. They want right. to keep serving, um, or you've already been in another department in another town, or you've known one of your family members that you've been close with and you've been through that experience of being in a department because i don't think anyone really truly realizes the power and uh, everything that's really connected in a fire department you know we're all we're all connected brotherhood sisterhood all the rest of it but it's it's a really powerful connection that we all have and the family building the time you spend together the skills you learn um, like Scott was talking about earlier, with the with the the mental stuff as well, and the side of things where you start to learn not just skills with your hands and your body, but you learn to do things with your mind, figure out stuff in stressful situations. It's life skills, and they've made me better. We've talked, we've all talked about how they've made us all better at our jobs, right? Rob, you got something?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, just as far as the re- recruitment goes, I mean, we've done in the past. We've put. <clears throat> I'm sure there's been ads in the paper before I know at one point Scott gathered a bunch of video s- stuff and put some music together and put a recruitment video that's um, right. which looked pretty cool um, and you know we've done stuff like that on Facebook and so we've put st- that's one other way that we put ourselves out there to say hey we're looking for people um, which there's a lot of community groups on Facebook that people start up and We're always sharing our information, whether it be our breakfast or, so we're always putting ourselves out there like that.
2: Mm -hmm. One of the things that uh, we do when we're doing our interview process, people come in and they're like, oh, I've been thinking about this for a while. Everybody says, "I've I've been thinking about this for a while. Maybe I know somebody. Maybe there's X, Y reason why they're now sitting in front of us. So we're talking to them. One thing that we really try to hammer home is the family aspect of this. Like firefighting is awesome. That That's great. Going out and doing all this is obviously why we're here. Why we, you know, and that can kind of get into some retention, but we, we, we really want to talk about when they're coming in, what keeps us here. And that's all the extra stuff, all that family stuff, like you were saying, like the power that this group brings together. Um, A few of us were on the selection committee uh, for a few years now, and it was kind of one of my my spiel's when we were going through it, and we would go around and we we joked the other day about our interview was more selling the department, not interviewing the person, Um, and we did in turn learn more about them as this was happening. But as I'm selling the department, I'm selling the family. It's you know like, does your wife understand what she's getting herself into because yes we do bring in the spouses you know the husband the wife whatever the children if they're old enough they come down and they and they help they're just as much a part of this as we are they may not be obviously putting on turnout and going out there but they're coming down they're pitching in they're helping out with events they're helping out with meals if we're on a long call Um, so that saying you know you're coming on but we want your whole family this isn't just something for you maybe this is something for everybody Um, I think that's what does really well for us here as well.
3: Yeah. I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> 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 but I'm partially what Ash is saying, um, <clears throat> was saying. was a family side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know sometimes, like, uh, I'm not saying any particular interview, but there was, a you know, a couple of times when we, <laughs> we brought the family thing up to a couple of uh, applicants mm-hmm. <laughs> and one guy who's like, well, I don't, <laughs> what do I need to tell my wife for? <laughs> like, we have, have you talked to your wife about this? Mm-hmm. What do I need to talk to her about it for? We're like, yeah like, right away. She don't like, like it? Yeah, yeah. She don't. <laughs> like, right away, <laughs> our red flag goes up, we're like, well, that's not conducive to, a, to this hall. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that family thing definitely has to be tied in. Mm-hmm. And we try to always, like, every year we do events to keep the family here, keep them happy. Yeah. and And, have the kids grow up. I think the other big thing is, um, most of us are here because of someone else that's here. Like, I came because Spencer was here because I knew Spencer. Um, Ash, I think you knew people. I'm assuming you knew other people. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I knew yeah. people. Yeah, um,
2: I knew. like Warren came
3: a few yeah. months before me, which
2: then Kevin came, yeah, so a little bit after me. It, it was the transition from search and rescue to here, yeah. but we knew people in the department. Um, but like i think you're going on like it's like second generation firefighters pe- people that know, know people here uh, that's very very common
3: and you hear about the cool stuff they're doing and the fun they're having mm-hmm. um, and the fact you're helping
0: yeah i mean <clears throat> you can you can see that i mean obviously we we've got a little <coughs> bit of a better play with it and we've been lucky uh, just because again we we do put in a lot of work and i'm not saying other departments don't and they don't they don't get, they're not getting what they deserve i'm just saying that we as a as a group we throw ourselves out there massively all the time um we're in the community doing the thing uh we're always showing our face we're always out there trying to make the extra money to get the extra toys and, and things and tools and stuff that we need to do the job um and that helps when we get to things like uh the fire um fire prevention that we did so for prevention as we spoke about before we opened up the training grounds. we had a whole bunch of things set up to run people through we had a fairly good turnout this year is going to be better for sure but that whole portion that extra time that we all spent on that weekend to do that thing that was something that the public now gets to see mm-hmm. and they get to meet people they get to meet the members um and they get to see what we do on scene and it it helps it helps yep. show people what you really really do um i think another side as well here is there's there's always that <clears throat> my dad did it right like with you spence mm-hmm. said from as long back as you can remember you just hear the funny noise and and dad disappears mm-hmm. it's that thing too you know we've already got a couple of members where we were talking about the other day where their kids are already saying they want to get involved uh, rob you know your your second generation yourself right it it because it keeps in the family. And to keep that going, it seems you still have that. You'll always have that in your mind, right? Because mm-hmm. you've been exposed to that culture. And maybe Scott's right. And maybe Ash is right with that too. Maybe that culture doesn't exist properly outside of, outside of the groups. And it's not in the face of
3: some of the newer generations that are coming through. Scott well, And I think some departments, not ours, um, they see it as volunteer firefighter or firefighters. This is our job. Family stays at home. Um, I I can see that's maybe one reason why they don't get as many volunteers. Because like an old boys club, you mean? It's like, almost like like no like this is like a very serious thing we're doing. We don't want anyone else here. It's, this is us doing our work. When we come home, I don't talk about it. I don't do any like like that, that, that sort of thing. Um, I think there's some of those types of halls. Um, in and around this area and probably in and around everywhere, where they don't talk about it, you they, don't bring they, it home. Yeah, they yeah, which I mean, I'd say you bring your calls home, but I'm saying you you would talk about how fun it is and how cool it is, mm-hmm. and you like I'm always talking people up. I I got a guy at work, he lives in a different town, For, through me talking to him so much about it, he joined the the volunteer fire department in his town. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know we we're always putting it out there, mm-hmm. but I I do see some departments that are very like internal. They're very like can't talk about anything about the fire department because someone might find out about our secrets. <laughs> it's like, the first roll of volunteer firefighters. <laughs> Don't talk about it. <laughs> but it's like, that's not the way it should be. No. Because mm-hmm. you're... That's not how you get out there. Yeah. That's not how you bring people in. And the closing off is not the way to do it. No. no. That open
2: house was awesome for the public, but how many <clears throat> newer members had their families there and their kids, so their wives, their kids... And they got to see just what dad, or just what mom was doing as a firefighter. Because there is that, the people are like, why the heck would you want to do that, right? And they see these TV shows of buildings blowing up and firefighters getting, you know, all, all the bad things that Hollywood shows. It looks crazy, and yes, it is crazy, but come and see what we actually do, like doing some of the the rescues off the top of the burn, burn building doing a live fire uh, demo for them showing them you know a full extrication out of a the vehicle these are things that we that is what we do uh, that's not glorified it's just this is what we're here to do so they see that bringing the family in uh, they're not going to come down on a thursday other than this they're we're using your children as props or something <laughs> 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 uh, rob's got rob's, got rob's not yeah. kids yeah he's, he's got many, many children running around so <laughs> it, if something happens i mean it's gonna be a thing. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so bringing them in to be a uh, part of that they're not going to see it on a, a thursday practice night but in that open event uh they they can come and see what we do and Um, probably puts their mind a bit at ease for the people that that don't know
0: yeah
4: and being open like that with your family and letting the family know what we do and see what we do makes it a whole lot easier when we all just sit down to have supper and all of a sudden those tones go off and dad has to take off from supper or helping with homework or putting the kid to bed or date night or come do (laughs) a podcast it just makes it easier for the family to to let the, Mm -hmm. the members go and do what we do it's just a whole lot easier.
0: You're right. You're right. Yeah, creating that, creating that connection. Because again, some people just don't understand. They're they don't fully understand. Like they understand that you want to go and do it, and they'll support you in doing it. But they don't fully understand what you're doing. And if you know when we have those days to show what we do, I think it's extremely powerful. Mm. Teaches a lot of lessons, and you know,
3: you know, I think another thing that helps with recruiting, and it's a terrible thing to say, but when you have a big fire or a big event. Like not an event like a, a fun event like something happens especially like like when we had the some whole mountain fires. burning an or when we have a you know massive structure fire everyone sees it everyone sees is working and then some people are like oh I should really get into that I should really start helping mm-hmm. and that's how people join um, so maybe <coughs> in some of these really small communities where they literally get one structure fire every four years they don't have that it's just like oh those, what this firefighters was doing anyways whereas at least with us you know we usually get one major one or two major events a year where the whole town like looking like whoa what's going on over there
0: (laughs) it's it's part of being in the with the grass fires right like everyone's always worried about grass fires now it's it's a regular seasonal occurrence now we've got the flood stuff as well that we're dealing with as soon as spring comes and uh again it's it's very publicized i Mm -hmm. guess you can say because it is it's a it's a and it can get nasty quite quickly but yeah you're right maybe that's another portion of it where they see those things I know for me I've said before yes it was the it was the uh, the fire truck Christmas stuff but it was also when um, when the, all of the big big fires were going and the mountain was going up and you guys were going for a few days there straight and it was like I just I wish that I knew what I was doing so I could go and even just stand there and do something. Do you know what I mean? There was a lot behind that at that point where I just wanted to get involved. And, but again, it's do Do they have enough people? Would they even let me if I showed up? Like, how's this going to, how's this going to work? So Mm. yeah, those couple of months were a riot. Hey.
3: there was a pretty big fires. Yeah.
4: well and, and the other stuff too like the the bucket in the lake and yeah there's lots of crazy. stuff there's all sorts of that was just yeah. a wild <laughs> weird summer, summer. weird yeah. summer
0: <laughs> and again looking at it that way there's two different ways of that coin. there is the tragedy of I mean it was just trees
3: there was no... I think one structure was lost. Which was up in the hills, in, which, which... Which happened right away. Yeah. Yeah. It was <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You know, that's bad, but, yeah. you know, yeah. a host fire is just as bad as one structure lost in that giant-ass uh, mm-hmm. wildfire. Yeah. Like, we could have had a lot more structures lost. But
0: because of that, we look at it as like, okay, there was one structure lost, which there was no way of getting to regardless, because yeah. it was, at the beginning, it was way up in the bush. Yeah. But for everything and all the time and all the effort and work that went into stopping it from coming down the hill and actually hitting the town, there was so much fun that was had (laughs) during that process. And, you know, you see, I look around the room now and you see all the smiles and the the little giggles and it's like, yeah, I've got a story about, oh, yeah, i got another story because there is, (laughs) do you know what I mean? There were so many times during that that,
3: and you will never forget those times and they will be with you Forever. And some right? people, and, and on the flip side, some people are like, "You guys are crazy. How's that fun?" Yep. And but those mm-hmm. are the people that aren't gonna. There, there are people that are not gonna join mm-hmm. anything yep. like this. Yep. There are the people that are content with sitting at home, letting other people do it for them. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's bad. It's just some people are like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas other people want so crazy, things to happen. Sure. <laughs> and we don't. We don't wish it to happen, but we kind of. You wish know, when it happens, it happens, we're like, "Okay, we're ready for this." And it's now it's okay i was i looked at me and kev were looking at this
0: the other uh quite a while ago actually and it was we were sat. it was like we haven't had a call in ages and you just kind of you get that little itch and you're like is my spidey sense tingling is today the day you know it's today the (laughs) day and you don't you don't want to wish for something bad to happen but you know you're kind of
3: like well maybe just like a shed maybe (laughs) like anything i was like it like a football team training like it, or a hockey team training all the time all the time and you never play a game. Mm. Eventually yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you'd be like, ready to train <laughs> yeah. yeah.
4: Well, there was the other night I put oh, the wrong
3: yeah. boot on first. You're right. You put the wrong <laughs> what? I did, I put the wrong book. Oh I, first. I read you guys yeah, I read yeah. the messages about it. We
4: were that. going out on the Carol truck and I put it felt wrong. It was uh, I put my left foot in first. I can't remember what it was, but it was wrong anyway, and I knew right away it was wrong. So I said to a couple guys, you know yeah something's up something's because you know you have your, your patterns you always put your pants on the right way and your shoes the right way once you get to a certain age you just just do the same things the same way all the time and I did it differently so what happened at three that morning there was hey, a cool there was a
0: stretcher fire yeah, a stretcher fire yeah, yeah. yeah. signs
2: <laughs>
0: Spencer's hey. boots tell the tale <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, superstitions <laughs> like that. Right? Well, we, we should still do a superstition episode. Yeah, maybe I think we've just done it. Not saving black cats up a telephone pole <laughs> now. <laughs>
4: When's the last time you seen a cat skeleton?
0: In uh, exactly. Once <laughs> 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 he gets hungry enough, he'll oh, he will come there. Or something else. Something
4: <laughs> else gets hungry enough. <laughs> yup, <yep. laughs> um yeah no exactly i think
0: (laughs) we're we're very lucky um but i think for that again it's that keep your head out there make sure people know that you exist make sure people know that you need the help but don't don't just sell it as you need to be honest you need to tell people what to expect and maybe that's part of the retention issue we're very upfront you know what you are going to see some stuff. But you know what else you're going to do? You're going to learn a ton of skills. Mm-hmm. You're going to meet a great bunch of people. You're going to get into a family who's always going to be there for you. And you're going to make sure that you're doing something good for the community. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot outweigh. And when I look at the <coughs> scales, one side's completely higher than the other on, in my mind. And when you get in, you realize, yeah, you see some stuff. And yeah, you put in some time. But everything else that you get from it completely outweighs it by a mile
4: uh, the other thing out you when you're um, when you're out campaigning for yourself trying to generate that interest is not only tell people that you need the help but tell people that they are completely able to try like there's nothing stopping anybody probably said it tonight already but um, the, the fact that oh it's a fire department shouldn't let you not try and join yeah you're going to see some stuff And that may not work with you or the timing may not work for you but if you're interested give it a try put your name in there and and do it if you're interested do it and let the people that you're trying to um recruit know that too
3: yeah yeah Yeah. and and I always think like what would I be doing on a Thursday night (laughs) or what would I be doing through all these calls we go on because sometimes we're we're gone for two three days um I often think after the year goes by, if I was not in the fire department, what what would I be doing? I sitting at home, playing video games with Cheeto fingers, <laughs> <laughs> which, is nothing wrong with that, because I still do that, so yeah. <laughs> but I would be doing it more, and I wouldn't feel like I would accomplish anything, so um, I think you can get a sense of accomplishment by doing stuff like this, and you have to put that out there, you can't just, we shouldn't talk about it internally, <laughs> you, you have to tell people that's another thing, like you... Mm you get out there and do something
0: yeah, yeah don't, don't hide your hole open your doors let people come through let them see what's going on tell them what you get into show them what you get into let them play with the tools you know like figure stuff out where you can get some interaction and, and get people to,
3: to be involved I think one of the uh, I, don't, I know some of you guys listen listening to the Joe Rogan podcast yeah. and one of his things that is posted now is uh, be the hero in your own action movie so if you're in action, if you're in an action movie, would you be a hero or would you just be like the, like just a a, a bystander? Yeah. So be a hero in your own action movie, and he talks about it at like on on in length. But I always liked that because it was like yeah, and that's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah.
0: <clears throat> there we have it, gentlemen. I don't know if anyone else has got anything else to add. I gotta <laughs> and drop the toes. Yeah, yeah, no kidding, right? That's a bladder poke in the back of the truck. See going on, Scott? Going on? <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you. Ash? Hey. Rob? Night. Hey. Scott?
3: Hello. <laughs> Mr. Spence? Michael. Good night, everyone.